When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On the app, on your mobile, talk radio and talk TV. Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk TV. It is a Monday morning. Um, it's not particularly summery, but uh, it's all right. Peter Hitchens is here. Very good morning to you. Morning. Nice to see you. Uh, it was very summery at the weekend. I thought summer had arrived. And summer sometimes comes later in the day, it seems mm. to come. Yes, it wind, does. But it's a bit chilly this morning. morning. Yeah, well, I like that. A bit of... Uh, bit of I don't like it too hot. <laughs> no, I know. Well, that is, so we're supposed to have the hottest day of the year, apparently, on Wednesday. Oh. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll take cover. Um, just before we get going yeah. onto the subject of crime and punishment and all the rest of it, what did you make of that uh, Rishi Sunak uh, statement? Well, it's obviously about the election, isn't it? Like, they have to d- demonstrate this government that they are doing something about the the, the migration crisis. Yeah, talking uh, they, about it. They will simply they, they, they simply haven't got a chance. If if they can do something convincing and effective about it then I think they would regain a lot of votes. So you can see how much they're investing in it. Mm. Uh, One has to ask, after so many Tory leaders have said that they will do these things, whether whether they will succeed, or indeed, who could succeed under the circumstances. Uh, within the, the the political possibilities that we have, but I think that's really yeah. basically I think, all, I don't all think about they, politics. I, I don't think they know what to do. I think they've been taken aback and, and, and sort of taken by surprise by the speed and the numbers of, of, of this business now, because that's what it is. Yes, uh, but they 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 are they do realise that if they don't if they don't do something, then they're done for. So mm-hmm. I think that might they might actually finally find something that uh, that actually does bring the numbers down. Yeah. But they're not going to make any notice that total absence of predictions of of numbers yes. or targets because they, they're afraid of not meeting them. Yeah, because they can't, it would seem. Um, let's talk about what you wrote about this weekend, yeah. which was fascinating. You put a particular phrase into Google and the amount of things that came back was staggering. Yes, it, it, it goes his head and then they kicked his head like a football. Right. And this happened so much. I mean, it was the, the, the Gary Newlove case, which you probably remember, of the mm. man who went out to remonstrate with youths I in do. the street who were, I think, attacking his wife's car. Yeah. And that, and I, I noticed that in reports of that and I began to look out for it. There are two things you can look at. In, you can Google. And, mm. uh, and if you do it on Google rather than electronic libraries, it brings up all the local newspapers. One is then they kicked his head like a football. Mm. The other is was spared jail. Mm. Uh, these are the two things, and they both bring up enormous numbers yes. of results because and it was six figures huge numbers of people not going like not going to prison for offences which they once would have done. Right. And judges are not, and and, uh, and that's how that's how the headline goes. Mm. And then there's this awful business of people being so cruel yeah. that when they attack someone, they continue to attack them and they kick, they right. kick them in the head, which is right. a, a really while really they're lying on the ground, filthy, horrible thing to mm. do. Uh, and, and yet, it's 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 become common. Yeah. And the the reason I picked on the particular case in a village uh, in Alvestoke, mm. 
where you grew uh, where up. Where I grew up. Yeah. And I remember I was actually living in Moscow when I picked this up. I was I was surfing through the English wire services and it came up and I thought, good heavens, if this is happening in Alvesoke, then nowhere is safe. And I'd mm. been out of the country for a bit by then. When I finally got back, I realized something very significant had happened. And I think for a lot of people, there is this danger. If you see mm. trouble in your street, the only sensible thing to do is to turn your back on it and ignore it. Because yeah. if you if you do what Gary Newlove did and go out, then there's a terrible danger of it turning very nasty yeah. indeed. In the Alvestoke case, a man was killed. Mm. And, uh, it, and that was back in, what, 92. Right. And I don't think it gets any better. Contrast that, by the way, fascinating story in uh, in, in some of the papers this morning about the, the town of Maryport in Cumbria, mm. where the police have actually had the brilliant idea of putting a police officer on patrol. How revolutionary. And it's extraordinary, isn't it? <laughs> How did they think of it? Yeah. And as a result, antisocial behaviour has dropped by about half. Really? One, one copper. One police One officer. copper patrolling. Just, I mean, the thing uh, about police That's now, all it you needs. S- you see them. I mean, I came past a, a station, to one of an overground station near me, um, and there were two police officers standing outside it, and there was some tape oh, yes, going from one tree to another tree. And then something sort of partially blocking the entrance. No idea what it was about. No idea what they were doing there. I don't know if they were looking for people to talk to about an incident. There was no sign. I'm not just, you know, but it's yeah. the first time I've seen two police officers together in my neighbourhood for about yeah, three see, years. Two, two together is, is not what you want. If you have two police together, they'll be chatting to each other about overtime. Uh, I've I've seen it uh, in, in 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 the centre of a city well known to me. Yeah. Uh, where where there's a street where you're not supposed to ride your bicycle. And the police are standing there. Of course. And the two of them chatting to each other and whizzing by in all directions around them and right. people illegally riding about. They don't notice because right. that's what you, a single police officer mm. is another matter. Right. This is one of the things I go on and why I go on about. Individual police officers on proper patrol would mm. transform the country pretty much overnight. And, and here this, this evidence from Maryport seems to me to back up completely what I'm saying. It's ex- the exact opposite mm. of this thing which has happened in the suburbs, where in so many cases, uh, the, the worst kind of people behaving very badly have got used to the fact that everybody's afraid of them and nothing will happen if they misbehave. Yeah. And if they are misbehaving in this way, do you think that's something that is a result of their not being police or has human yes. behaviour changed? More? I think, well, of course, behaviour changes. As are the, people as, more violent? As the, it, it's like when the Roman Empire retreated from, from, from its outward areas. In mm. the, as soon as the troops went, people you know, the, the danger grows, but not immediately. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. Bit by bit, people realise uh, there's nobody there anymore. Mm. The presence of a uniformed police officer simply walking has a huge effect. Judge it for yourself. Now, it, 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 if ever you see a police officer or yeah. a police car when you're driving or anything, your behaviour changes. Mm. And, and this, this affects everybody, and they just won't do it. Right. I said, my proposal is that the, the, the police, uh, as they're laughingly called, if, if, they were, if they were all abducted by aliens tonight, how long would it take most of us to notice? Right. Uh, these, these police forces, as they are, have failed. Mm. They, we should train new police forces to replace them and disband them yeah. uh, because they are a useless nationalised industry which doesn't work and, uh, and long ago ceased to serve the public. And, you, and it just this, this Maryport episode establishes, I think, beyond doubt mm. that if we went back to the basic job the, the 19th century job, never ever disproved or undermined by practical experience, 
that police officers patrol to deter crime, right. then you would have a Also, to make country. it safe for ordinary people to be able to walk around their neighbourhood. And as well, you said at the weekend, I, there's an awful lot of people, I think, who, who don't feel safe well, in, scared, the, yeah. in their own neighbourhood, so they don't go out. Well, so so they're, then they're, it's the old broken window sort of philosophy, isn't it? There's stuff about reaction times. The police, what is more useless than a police officer after a crime? Yeah. Unless he or she can do first aid, they cannot unburgle you, mm. they cannot unkick your head. Uh, they, they, they cannot undo the thing which no. happened, whereas if they had been there in the first place, mm. their mere presence would have changed the behaviour, not merely of the bad people, but the behaviour of the good people yeah. who are given confidence by the presence of the uniformed police on the streets. Right. This, is, this is how it works in New York City, or worked when they had their, their, their long period, the Bratton period, when they actually took seriously the business of keeping the streets safe. Yes. Because people became confident. Mm. People who hadn't dared go out or, at, at night or in various areas started going out again. The streets yeah. were full of law-abiding people right. who expected it to be peaceful, and the bad element retreats when that happens. It's very, very simple. And it's astonishing how neither government nor police will pay any attention to it at all. No, that is the problem because we see on a daily basis now because of Just Stop Oil's continued sort of, you know, uh, ad infinitum demonstration, which they say is going to go on indefinitely um, as long as they've got the money to do it. Um, despite the fact that people are now getting more and more enraged and are responding, I've been calling them the resistance. You know, the ordinary yeah. working people of London are now the resistance. Um, but there are breaches of the peace being well, created. You, you by have this. to get on top of this. And, you, you know, you know, somebody will get badly hurt. This has a reason it. behind yeah. it. This is, this, is, this is a judgment by the so called Supreme Court set up by the Blairites. The I have very little sympathy, as I just demonstrated, mm. for the police. But in this case, the law now says thanks to this so-called Supreme Court legislating on its own part, the law now says that if you can come up with a political justification, the old laws that, and, that it was an absolute offence to obstruct the highway have been wiped out. Mm. The, the, the police cannot act as we would wish them to. And people have to get on top of this. That Supreme Court is a disaster and has to go. Yeah. And it, 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 it's astonishing to me. I, I looked into it in, in some depth. It's astonishing to me how little discussion there is about this element. But yeah, sure, it's, there's, 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 there's no doubt that there is a growing discontent about this. What's very interesting, though, is that in a lot of other countries, notably Germany and the Netherlands now, there is a growing public discontent at the impositions on, on everybody of the Green Movement. Farmers, yes. farmers in, in, in the Netherlands being put out of business, uh, people in Germany being mm. forced to install heat pumps. Right. Uh, they, ultimately, people are beginning to realise far too late what the green zealotry means in yeah. terms of lower standards of living, uh, a more inefficient society. Higher energy and all, costs. And, and indeed, in the case of the Netherlands, yeah. the destruction of one of the most ef efficient yeah. agricultures in the world. Yeah. It's astonishing what's going on. Well, you see they're there. doing it in Ireland now. They're going to kill 200,000 cattle. Uh, in a view, with a view to saving the climate. Well, I think again, which this, is extraordinary. With a bit of luck, this will generate a democratic and peaceful political opposition on such mm. a scale that people will begin to question the green orthodoxy. Yeah. Which has remember when this stuff was being put through Parliament. I think only about three MPs spoke or voted right. against it. Totally unanimous. Yeah. and it's quite dangerous to speak out against it. Oh, but it I think is. It, it is now well, becoming. We, I mean, we get MPs on here, issue. as you can imagine, all the time, and if try and get one of them to say they're against net zero. You can't. No, no. None of them are. No. And of course, the king is in favour of, 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 of. Yes, of course, he is. It, all these, it's a t it's a total unanimity, which is generally in, in, almost invariably a bad sign. Yeah. And, and, and they're and, like religious but, zealots. But you There's no at, questioning it. Look, at, you're very like them. But look what happens. What's happening now in the Netherlands and what's mm. happening in Germany? And see, it is possible 
democratically, peacefully, and legitimately to speak out against this and to change the course of events. And I really do hope the people in this country begin to think seriously about doing that. Let it go, and what's left of our economy will be destroyed. Our Mm. lives will become much colder, darker, and and less pleasant. And and for what? And this is the the serious question. What good is all this stuff? Well, this is what I was saying, that, that those who are now fighting back against Justice of Oil are literally... The, 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 sort of the people's revolutionary movement because it's the people who don't want it and it's the kind of elites and the establishment that do want it. So just the ball are really part of that. And now it would, would appear um, that Keir Starmer had a meeting with Dale Vince, who's the guy that runs yeah. Ecotricity, who funds Just Stop Oil, and suddenly Keir Starmer comes out and says, oh, we're going to stop all exploration of North Sea oil and gas. Yeah, well, again, if Rishi Sunak really wants to, 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 to get some votes back, then I think if, he, if his party started to question this, the, yeah. the, this, this salutary and intolerance and to, and, to look, and to look at what's happened in mm. the Netherlands and Germany, it might again do them some considerable electoral good. Yes. I, don't, I believe very strongly that whatever opposition we have has to be peaceful and democratic. I mean, you have to sure. be very careful not to go down the sort of French oh, very gilet much so. jaune road. But it won't stay like. peaceful uh, if these people don't stop doing what they well, do. Well, then all the more reason for, the, for, 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 for major mainstream politicians to begin to look mm. seriously at challenging this. Right, I think so. Because the other problem, I think, for, uh, for anyone who would go up against it is you now get called as Sadiq Khan has frequently called Tories in the London Assembly you know not interested in saving children's lives and, I know, and that you don't want to have people breathing clean air do you not want to breathe clean air like you're some kind of maniac do you, do you know I think people are beginning to see through these this this use of, of abuse yeah uh, it's a catastrophization of everything. It's an attempt to silence people rather than mm. a serious argument. I do hope so. Anyway. Yeah. Well, because clearly there's no reason why Sadiq Khan can claim that he's trying to make the air better because what he's doing is he's charging you to pollute it. That's the only well, thing I he's doing. at the end of it. I mean, if we went back to the Stone Age, the air would be a lot cleaner, wouldn't it? Possibly so. And One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Nobody would go anywhere. Undoubtedly the case. Well, that's where we're headed. (laughs) And and one of the reasons... Maybe the Bronze Age. Maybe we're headed there because of lockdown, because... uh, once again, I'm afraid, you've been proven correct. There's a stu- study out uh, that you've probably been reading this morning in the Telegraph yes. from Johns Hopkins and Lund University, um, in which it basically said the cost of lockdown was far higher than the benefit. Well, which, of course, I think was evident to anybody with, 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 um, 
with, with any grasp very early on in, in events. Yeah. We were discussing this Yes, but ago. you were one of the few I, people who grasped it earlier well, than anybody else. It, it still astonishes me yeah. uh, that, it, that, that the, all the worst uh, predictions were immediately accepted as, as right and, and nobody looked. Mm. Um, there were there were people like John Ioannidis, who very serious uh, people who were looking at it very early on, saying, you, "You're not totally sure this is right." Mm. I, I mean, if only we had the resources. I don't have them to look into all kinds of things like what was classified as a COVID death, uh, and also the the number of people who who died with or of COVID who were. Uh, had comorbidities, mm. like serious other diseases, and 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 were were in the what you might call the higher age groups. Mm. I'm in one of those myself. Yeah. Uh, would it suggest that the, the measures which have meant corralling the entire population, and particularly this extraordinarily crazy closing of schools, which did so yes. much damage, to which so apparently, according to this study, prevented something like three percent of deaths. If that, I if mean, did that. it prevent any? Who, how can one tell? It's uh, it, it, whatever it is, it remains the case. We we burnt down the house to get rid of the mm. wasp nest, and at the end of it, once the house had burnt down, the wasp nest was still there. Yes, because what we now have, of course, is a devastated health service and huge numbers of people whose lives, to kill you the healthy old, whose lives were put on hold uh, for for months mm. and who suffered permanently health damage, and of course the awful thing, which makes me grind my teeth, the people at university during that period who were cheated mm. Mm. completely of what should have been a proper university education, and can never get it back, no. and this number of people who suffer for this, and ultimately we look at it, for what? Did we did we even gain anything? I mean, they, well, could, they, they, could, they, could, they come up with the figure. My strong, my strong lines, position, suspicion is that it did no good at right. all. I mean, what, what, well, how, I mean, interesting, we interesting uh, figures in here, particularly about the mental health of one particular group, which is interesting to me because my two sons are in this age category, 16 to 39. Percentage of people with mental health issues before the lockdown, 3.5%, after 23%. I know, this is terrible, isn't it? It's huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's the nearest as you'll get to an index of the misery that it, the yeah. personal misery that it caused to so many people. Right. I, how can we think, these things are so hard to put your finger on. Any any statistic or, or, or figure has to be open to, to, to doubt or or, mm. or reexamination. And I'm I'm I, I'm always very careful with them. But it does seem to me that if you think about this seriously, we did make a very grave mistake. Yeah, and we know that we have not yet recovered from it. The reason people don't go to work anymore. Uh, some people stop working altogether. Some people just don't go to an office anymore. Um, and it's nothing to do with whether the office wants them there. People have just decided this is now how I want to live. Because it's basically all bets are off because now everybody says, well, well, they could do that. The government could do anything. Oh, it's a revolution in the way that we live and not necessarily one for the better. I mean, for no. some people, it, it may well be for the better. I'm not saying that nobody's benefited from, the, from, from working from home. Even some employers can't cope with it, but a lot, a lot can't. And a lot of people, of course, can't work from home and no. never will be able to. And a lot of businesses can't... No, I think we've do. created a sort of two-tier society where we've got people who are kind of in what you might have called in the old days sort of white-collar jobs where you can sit at home with a laptop and use a phone and use internet and use emails and that's all fine. But the guy who's bringing you your stuff from Amazon and the bloke who's delivering your shopping... You know, they're not doing it from home. Yeah. No, but all of us are paying the highest taxes for 80 years. Mm. And all of us are suffering the worst inflation in, 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 in our lifetimes and a, a rackety uh, cost of living mm. 
constant cost of living rise. Uh, and that's imposed on everybody, of course, except, as usual, the super rich who don't yeah. need to worry about any of these things. But everybody else has got to face that. And that will last for some long time mm. to come. I, it's, it, it, it's just a huge argument for, for caution before for taking decisions of such moment and for, for, for listening. And we, we also saw, yet again in the, in, in the papers over the weekend, more evidence of the government actually using its power to try and shut down debate. Yes. The opposite of its function. Mm. A free, a free government of a free country has to keep debate open. Or, yes. or what's the point of, of the country being free at all? Yeah, this was the big piece in the Telegraph, wasn't yeah. it, about Molly Kingsley and about how there was a sort of unit. Which yeah. I mentioned Neil O'Brien earlier, uh, who was involved in this kind of unit to monitor journalists and to put uh, journalists uh, on their sort of blacklist. Uh, not not just like. journalists, but 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 distinguished uh, scientists and doctors mm. like Carl Hennigan, a, a man of total integrity, who, yeah. who was apparently the subject of, of some sort of, I don't know what you call it really. But it, it, it's a bit McCarthy-esque, isn't it? No, it's worse than that. It's it's not. Um, it's it's. It, I mean, the, the, the one justification you come up with for the for the, for the McCarthy era is there were actually some communists. Right. In this case, you had people who were who who, had, who were actually trying very hard to do, to do people. good and yeah. to speak uh, to speak. Uh, intelligently and, and rationally about a major national crisis and contributors they've been educated mm. to do to the good of the nation, not merely being prevented from doing so, but being actually punished for yes. doing so. Yeah. And, I mean, do you blame the politicians or do you blame the kind of advisers like Sage and people like that and like sort of, you know, Patrick Vallance and others who were clearly, who were clearly sort of catastrophizing every situation and saying, well, because if you're Boris Johnson and you're presented with a paper which says, if you don't do this hundreds of thousands of people are going to die, he's going to do it. I think huge numbers of people need to question uh, whether, what they did. Those who didn't speak out against it, those who didn't call for more caution, those who mm. fell into it so quickly, those who decided that the only option to adopt was the Chinese option, those who just junked without mm. thought the, the existing precautions which were already in, in place and had been devised after careful thought and just said, you know, let's get, get rid of it, let's, let's copy, let's copy communist China. Mm. How can anyone not have thought that might not be a, bad, mm. <laughs> a good idea? Right. There were so many people who didn't, it seems to me, stand up against it. Those are the ones I... I, I, I don't know if, 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 if some, somebody like uh, Neil Ferguson genuinely believed the figures that he was coming out with, then he, he was... But he's never got any right in his life. He was absolutely obliged to say so. Yeah. But there were other people who were equally obliged to say, well, actually, Neil, we're not sure you're mm. right. And that they were the ones who were missing. Mm. But do you remember Neil Ferguson also said in his view once that, you know, we didn't think we could impose the kinds of restrictions on people that China did. Yeah, no, I But know. then later we worked out actually that we could. Yes, which was did. an extraordinary thing. Yeah, it was. What happened was it was the stuff coming out of Italy that mm. I think caused the caused the panic, yeah. which I would like to see reexamined as well. I want. I would like to see what was actually going on yeah. in Italy, as opposed to, to the to what seemed to me to be slightly. How can I put well, it? We had Mel a caller, melodramatic. Well, we had a caller earlier who was sort of hinting at that. I'm not sure that that's true. I mean, I know that there was a massive connection between the garment industry in northern Italy and China, which yeah. was one of the reasons why the outbreak happened there so so quickly. Supposedly, anyway, um, but I remember, like you, the, the sort of the pictures of the of the lorries driving well, pictures dead bodies around at yeah, night. I, you often do have to wonder how such pictures come to be taken. Mm. Uh, 
Um, generally, authorities and everybody else take great care not to display um, such things. Yeah. But anyway, who knows? But the other thing, of course, Italy was, was that it incredibly successfully had very good health services for old people and had incredibly successfully kept an awful lot of people um, healthy and, mm. and, and alive well into old, old age. And also in Italy, there's, there's still an awful lot of... Of, uh, of people who live with their grandparents, yes. and, and, and this is a, spe- a special mm. circumstance different from the norm. But you see, all of these things, once you begin to discuss them in detail, sh- demonstrate a need for detailed, cautious, careful examination of the yeah. facts, rather than a rush to judgment. But what we have is a rush to judgment. Yes, we did. And as far as the um, the deaths are concerned, I mean, if you look at them now, they still would appear to be largely, as you say, people with comorbidities, people who were much older. The numbers who, who died below sort of the age of 60 are very small. Yes, and each of these deaths is a tragedy. Yeah. But, and, and, and for the, everyone involved and for their families and relatives. It's, 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 but the, the thing is that people do actually die. Um, in, there is a there is a death rate. Yeah. And some deaths are not realistically preventable. No. The question is, were were we were we actually seriously preventing deaths? Uh, that could well, these were all the figures that disappeared. Do you remember the, the one? There was one year I think I remember it was twenty twenty or twenty twenty one where there were no deaths from flu at all. Yes. Um, and looking at this report, they were saying that basically over the course of any given flu season in Europe, seventy two thousand people die. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Oh, but there's, it, there's this one year, no, nobody died. It, of flu. It, there are very many peculiar things, and there were. There were but uh, as I say, the, the questions about what actually was being recorded as what was mm. also fascinating, and, and uh, one would hope that when this inquiry eventually gets into second gear, it might begin to look at these things. But I rather doubt. And people. the people who were very sort of vociferously in support, shall we say, of these restrictions, some of whom are still defending them. They've gone pretty quiet, haven't they? There's not many people left out there now who will say, well, we should have, we're very happy that we did it. If we hadn't done it, this would have happened. There's not that many of them left. Uh, I wonder. In private, they probably still think so. And I don't mind them having, having wanted to do it or advocated it. That's, if that's what they felt, as I say, that's what they should do. What I minded at the time and still mind was the... the Close to defamation mm. of anybody who's, who 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 called for caution, yeah. and that that's what made me angry. I mean, did you ever feel under pressure not to write things? No, no. I I I I'm, I, I, I was extraordinarily fortunate in being completely free from any mm. of that. But what I did feel was a distress, yeah. as anybody does, at being abused as a as, right. a as a wicked and irresponsible person. When I thought I was simply doing my mm. job of saying, "I'm worried about this. I think this is a mistake." That's what I was saying. Mm. And instead of and people, so instead of people t- taking on my arguments bit by bit and saying, you're wrong about this, you're yeah. wrong about that, it was, it was, it, I was a wicked person. Well, I remember the debate we, we had with you, and uh, I was in the middle, and Dan Hodges uh, was yeah. on the other side. Um, and he was very pro-lockdown, wasn't he? He was. He had some, he had some interesting doubts about it. Which, right. uh, but he, he, in the end, when we had the debate, it was quite civilised. Yes. Uh, because it, well, it, often it, was, it was more done under, but, but the word is on Twitter. <laughs> well, there weren't <laughs> many opportunities is. for civilized debate at the time. So you didn't. The, the, the major broadcasters mm. were not. Uh, were they not, weren't doing. Were it. not doing it. You know, you, it was. It was. It was left to yes. in, independence. Heretics. To yeah. Well, okay. Well, isn't it great that we have independence? Isn't it? Uh, the, long may it continue. Oh yeah, and, may they, and long may they flourish. The more independence, you know, let a, let a hundred flowers bloom. The more independent media there is, the yeah. more likely we are to retain. Some sort of freedom. Yeah. This morning's still on, so have no fear. Right. (laughs) 
Uh, Peter, good to see you. Thank you very much indeed. Peter Hitchens there. Uh, coming up, we're going to go down to the High Court where Prince Harry, the man that's frightened to come to Britain, is in Britain again. Uh, he's suing somebody again. And we'll find out what he's up to next on Talk TV. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. So if you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.